The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is May 31st, 2016. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. It's all about customer care and saving you money on your monthly transaction fees. Joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army Retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. Great to be with you as always. Oh, I appreciate it. Well, just a quick review of last week's show. We had Linda Sperlin Dominic. She's the CEO for Guardian Angels for Soldiers Pet. They are an all-volunteer national organization assisting and supporting our active duty deploying service members, wounded warriors, veterans, and their beloved, um, actually their animals, okay? And they assist service canines through various assistance programs. Bottom line on this organization is that if you're getting deployed, hospitalized, or in a situation where your pet needs to be taken care of while you're away, they will find a foster home that will watch over them, and that is nationally. If you missed the live show, be sure to listen to the archive show on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. We also have other, we're other on other podcasts, and we're also syndicated on iTunes. Um, now, I, I don't know if everybody remembers this. This was just a couple shows away. On May 17th, we aired a very important cause that we would change the way veterans, military families receive their health care, and it's called the proposed strawman document. It was de- uh, developed and drafted outside the open commission processed by seven of the commission's 15 members. This document proposes to privatize veterans' health care and completely eliminate all VA health care treatment facilities within the next 20 years. You heard me right. Last week, we received a very important update. As you will see from the timeline, the upcoming presentation of the final draft by the Commission on Care will fall during the House and the Senate summer break from Washington, D.C. Be sure to contact your representative and make them aware of the opinions against the report. This update and all future updates will be posted in our news section on our website. If you missed the live show, be sure to listen on it. Remember, it was the May 17th show. And again, learn how you can help prevent this from happening. Let's fight this cause together. Now, Bill, you had a surprise for me this morning. You were talking about, you found an article. Bill's good at finding articles. He's actually better than I am. (laughs) Now, Bill, it's about the worst charity for veterans that is run by a VA employee. Is that right? Well, absolutely, Gary. We're talking about the National 
Vietnam Veterans Foundation, and it is uh, operated by an attorney, by the way, in the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs at the appeals locations. And it's, it's just amazing the amount of money that's been collected, I think somewhere in the neighborhood of about $11 million, and the, the very small percentage that's reaching the, uh, the veterans, it's, uh, it's seemingly unbelievable. And, Gary, you know, uh, the, the organization that's out there that's a part of the, uh, the uh, Philanthropic uh, Association Charity Watch, uh-huh. They were able to uh, to get information on this organization and listen to the name again, the National Vietnam Veterans Foundation, and the uh, the attorney that's running that organization. Uh, you know, the reporters came by to visit him, and he <laughs> sped out of his garage in his Rolls Royce uh, in his neighborhood. Uh, you know, it's uh, this is a sight to be seen, but. You know, uh, I think there are a lot of folks in our community and around the country that want to help veterans, that want to help their families, their kids in particularly. And this kind of uh, uh, exhibition here is uh, certainly doesn't fit in the, in, the, in the best practices that we would expect. So we hope to hear more about that and have more to report to you later on. Right. How much did they collect in over, what was that, a two- or three-year period? How many millions? Yeah. Yeah, $11 million. <clears throat> and 2% went to the veterans. Isn't that outrageous? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. well, Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? We have a fantastic well, organization for you today. Well, it's my pleasure, Gary. Uh, today our guest is Francis Buck Kern. Buck is the executive director for Snowball Express. Prior to joining Snowball Express full-time as the executive director Buck was the director of operations for Neiman Marcus in Dallas, Texas, and was responsible for leading the support operation for the company's flagship store, corporate executive offices, and the company's buying and planning organization. Buck also serves as vice president, board of directors for the Neiman Marcus Employees Federal Credit Union, Buck has more than 30 years of experience uh, as an executive management with extensive experience in retail operations, corporate loss prevention and security, and remodeling operations. In 2007, Buck was selected to receive the Neiman Marcus Most Prestigious Award, the Neiman Marcus Best Award, and the Profiles in Excellence Award for his achievements. Buck and his wife, uh, Nina, resides in Dallas, Texas, and Buck, we're happy to have you with us this morning. Welcome, Buck. Well, thank you very much, Bill and uh, Gary Ray. I appreciate it. It's uh, wonderful to be here with you and have an opportunity to, to talk about Snowball Express and, uh, and the work that we do for the children of our fallen heroes. That's right. That's right. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Now, let's start from the beginning, Buck. Where did, how did all this start? I mean, uh, how did the, actually the Snowball Express get started? Um, that's mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah, it is. And um, I'll kind of take you through, like a lot of organizations, we have a very uh, kind of unique and uh, meaningful beginning. 
we started very grassroots uh, as an organization. Um, and I'll take you to the beginning because it's kind of an interesting story. Um, sure. So back in, uh, back in 2003, um, our organization started in 2006, but the beginning sort of goes back to 2003 when uh, uh, U.S. Army Private First Class Jesse Givens uh, was deployed to Iraq. He was deployed uh, to Iraq in um, April of '03, and as many of our um, servicemen do, he wrote a last letter to his wife, and uh, he he left it with her and asked her to to keep it but not open it uh, unless he didn't return and. Uh, I actually had the had the pleasure and privilege of of being able to read his letter, and he he uh, covered the letter with a, a note that said, "Melissa, uh, please only read if I don't come home. Please put it away, and hopefully you will never have to read it." Um, so he deployed in in, in um, April, and in May of '03, uh, he was 34 years. Old, he was killed in action, oh. and uh, of course his wife had to open that letter. Uh, and this this came to uh, the attention of some folks in uh, 2006 down in Southern California when there was an article written about uh, Private First Class Givens. And um, in that article, uh, they reprinted his last letter to his wife. And um, the letter is something that. I think if anybody has, if folks have never read a last letter, the amount of thought and care and love that goes into these letters is quite remarkable to think that somebody, you know, has to sit down and really think through their life and the life of their family, uh, the fact that they are going to live their life without him or her in some cases now. Um, but after that article was written about Private First Class Givens um, and the letter was published, uh, there was one sentence in this letter where he, um, he asked his wife to keep their promise to their kids to take them to Disney World. And if you have a, have a couple of minutes, I, I can read the letter to you. Well, while and, we wait, we're going to go. We'll take okay. an early break. Okay, you got we're going to go on break, and when we come back, we'll have a, you know, a little more time. All right. Okay. Now. Okay, I just want to make sure I have it here. Again, what we're going to do, uh, we're going to take that early break, and we're going to come back. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest. Buck Kern, Executive Director for Snowball Express. And uh, just before we went on break, uh, uh, Buck, you were going to read that letter. It's all yours. Thank you. Um, Son, as as I was saying, this letter is really a testament to the fact that men and women of our military really go go into harm's way fully understanding the risks. They volunteer to serve and... um, and put a lot of thought into the fact that, you know, they may not come back, and, um, but they are still willing to uh, serve this country in, uh, in great fashion. So, um, as I said, this, this letter was written on April 3rd, or April 22nd of 03, and about a month later, um, Private First Class Gibbons was killed, and this letter was then uh, opened by his wife. Um, so the letter starts with, My family. I never thought I would be writing a letter like this. I really don't know where to start. I've been getting bad feelings, though, and, well, if you are reading this, and then there are four dots, and then he starts, I am forever in in debt of you, Dakota and Bean. Now, there's also something to, uh, when you you hear reference in here, Dakota uh, was his five-year-old son at the time, and he nicknamed him Toad. And he had an unborn child, um, Carson, who they nicknamed Bean before he was born. So he said, uh, I'm forever in your in debt, Dakota and Bean. I searched all my life for a dream, and I found it in you. I would like to think that I made a positive difference in your lives. I will never be able to make up for the bad. I am so sorry. The happiest moments in, in my life all deal with my little family. I will always have with me the small moments we all shared, the moments when you quit taking life so serious and smiled, the sounds of a beautiful boy's laughter or the simple nudge of a baby unborn. You will never know how complete you have made me, each one of you. You saved me from loneliness and taught me how to think beyond myself. You taught me how to live and to love. You opened my eyes to a world I never dreamed existed. I am proud of you. Stay on the path you chose. Never lose sight of what is important again, you and our babies. Dakota, you were more son than I could ever ask for. 
I can only hope I was half the dad. I used to be your Danny, but no matter what, it makes me proud that you chose me. You taught me how to care until it hurts. You taught me how to smile again. You taught me that life isn't so serious and sometimes you have to play. You have a big, beautiful heart. Through life, you need to keep it open and follow it. Never be afraid to be yourself. I will always be there in our park when you dream so we can still play. I hope someday you will have a son like mine. Make them smile and shine just like you. I love you, Toad. I hope someday you will understand why I didn't come home. Please be proud of me. Please don't stop loving life. Take in every breath like it's your first. I love you, Toad. I will always be there with you. I'll be in the sun, shadows, dreams, and joys of your life. Bean, I never got to see you, but I know in my heart you are beautiful. I know you will be strong and big-hearted just like your mom and brother. I will always have with me the feeling of soft nudges on your mom's belly and the joy I felt when we found out that you were on your way. I dream of you every night. I will always. Don't ever think that since I wasn't around that I didn't love you. You were conceived of love, and I came to this terrible place for love. I love you as I do your mom and brother with all my heart and soul. Please understand that I had to be gone so that I could take care of my family. I love you, Bean. I have never been so blessed as the day I met Melissa Dawn Benfield. You were my angel, soulmate, wife, lover, and best friend. I am so sorry. I did not want to have to write this letter. There is so much more I need to say, so much more I need to share, a lifetime's worth. I married you for a million lifetimes. That's how long I will be with you. Please keep our baby safe. Please find it in your heart to forgive me for leaving you alone. Take care of yourself. Believe in yourself. You are a strong, big-hearted woman. Teach our babies to live life to the fullest. Tell yourself to do the same. Don't forget to take Toad to Disney World. I will be there with you, Melissa. I will always want you, need you, and love you in my heart, mind, and soul. Do me a favor. After you tuck Toad in, Toad and Bean in, give them hugs and kisses from me. Go outside, look at the stars, and count them. And don't forget to smile. Love always, your husband, Jess. So that was the letter that appeared in the, uh, the newspaper. Wow. And that was the beginning of uh, Snowball Express. That one line in there about taking her kids to Disney World. And um, a couple of gentlemen read that article in that letter, and, and um, it sort of came to them that, hey, we can help Private First Class Givens keep his promise to his family and take them. He said, we don't have Disney we don't have Disney World, but we have Disneyland here in Southern California. Okay. So let's see if we can connect with them and bring them out here, take them to uh, Disneyland for the weekend, and uh, help the soldier keep his promise. So that was that was the beginning, uh, the inspiration of that. Uh, they, of course, very quickly 
realize, hey, there's more families out there who have lost their their hero, and uh, let's see if we can connect and have have them find us or us find them, and see how many we can uh, bring together and take them all to uh, to Disneyland. All right, and Buck, I want to thank you for uh, reading that letter and, uh, and keeping the composure together. Um, you know that, that means something to everybody that that heard you read that. Uh, you know, and I and I appreciate you well, taking the time to do that and bringing it to the show. Okay. Well, you're you're certainly welcome. It, um, I don't always make it through there, but uh, it is. Um, as I said, it's a remarkable thing when you realize that the men and women of our military are go into this with the full knowledge that they may not come back. And that, really, that letter is really an example of the thought they put into this and how much they realize that, uh, you know, they are stepping into harm's way for this country. And um, we owe them a lot. Yes, definitely. Now, uh, let's get to the, uh, that's the start of, that's the start of yep. uh, the whole program here. Now, as far, I see that you have a very impressive board of directors and advisory board also. We do. We, you know, to to do what we do, it takes it takes a lot of great people uh, coming together to make this happen. Um, we uh, we have some great folks who came together to help um, continue uh, the legacy of that letter and to take care of the children of our our fallen. And um, so we've got a, a 15 member board of directors and. Um, We've got folks that come together to make this all happen, and we've got a great advisory board. And, uh, you know, we've got folks from uh, American Airlines who uh, who uh, came in uh, our second year of existence and really um, saved us, allowed us to really bring all of these families together. Without American Airlines, we couldn't do what we do, as uh, our families live all over the country, all over the world, and of course we have to. If they're going, if we're going to have them together, we're going. We have to fly them together to be That's here. Right. So we, uh, they donate uh, ten chartered airplanes every year. Uh, now we have, we have worked our way up to ten as we have grown. And American Airlines, um, you know, I think we started the uh, the first year with American with three charters, and uh, as we have grown, uh, their support of us has grown as well. So we now have ten charters. All the pilots, all the flight attendants donate their time to uh, bring these kids together. So we're, we are extremely lucky and honored to have that kind of wonderful support. Uh, but we've, you know, on our board, and if uh, the audience, uh, snowballexpress.org is our website. Um, but I'll kind of go through, uh, if you want, I'll go through the, the list of names very quickly. Um, Bob sure. Apetz chairs our board. Um, he's retired from uh, BNSF uh, Railway. Um, Chris Schwarz is our uh, vice chairman uh, and uh, CFO. He uh, he owns his own. He's a CPA, owns his own firm. Uh, Neil Raz is a pilot for American Airlines and a reserve naval aviator. Uh, Brenda Collins, national purchasing director, um, and um, um, we've got uh, Major General, uh, U.S. Air Force retired, uh, Paul William or Bill Essex. Um, Gary Parks, uh, Lieutenant General, U.S. Marine Corps, retired, Chairman of Armed Forces Insurance. Uh, Captain Jim Palmersheim, who is a captain for American Airlines and also manages all of American Airlines uh, veterans' initiatives and military programs. Uh, Dan Ronan, um, 
who is a uh, former correspondent with uh, CNN and ABC. Um, Captain Bart Roberts, who is uh, with JetBlue. Uh, Jeff Hebig, Vice President uh, with uh, Yum Brands. Uh, Marty Johnson, Director of Gover- Government Sales for Ernest and Julio Gallo. Uh, Jason Aragi, CEO, co-founder of Green Beans Coffee Company. Uh, another uh, great uh, Major General, uh, Rich Mentemeyer, who was uh, Deputy Commander of U.S. US Southcom. Um, Larry Duncan with Dallas, Dallas County Schools. Uh, and uh, retired U.S. Navy Captain uh, Robert Wood. Uh, and that, that's our board of directors. And then, of course, we've got some great uh, advisors uh, yes. in uh, Gary Sinise uh, is on our advisory board. Gary's been with us for a number of years, comes out every year with his band, um, <laughs> providing uh, support to the uh, to kids and uh, as well as great um, financial support for us. Um, Tony Orlando is our national spokesman now. Tony has... Uh, came out at the beginning and has decided now that he really wants to help uh, support uh, our next generation, uh, the children. You know, Tony has for many years uh, supported our Vietnam veterans in such a spectacular way. Uh, and he is, not, he is not stopping that, but he is taking on additionally uh, to help support the children uh, who he refers to as America's children uh, and uh, feels it's important to, uh, to help Support the next generation of this country, uh, who we will all leave, who we will all leave this country to, and uh, he wants to do everything he can to make sure that uh, that is left in good shape, and they can continue to bring this this world around and and uh, do what needs to be done uh, to keep the rest of us safe. Um, General Peter Pace, um, who was chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, is on our advisory board. Bonnie Carroll, who folks may know, uh, Bonnie is the uh, CEO and president of TAPS uh, and the founder of TAPS, Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. Um, Bonnie has been uh, a supporter of ours since the beginning of Snowball um, and is is a part of our annual gathering. Uh, we bring Bonnie and, uh, and a lot of her... Um, uh, her counselors out here, and they provide uh, emotional support for our families uh, should they need it while they're here. So, um, a lot of great folks. Jack Jacobs, Medal of Honor recipient and um, correspondent, uh, is on our uh, advisory board as well. So, uh, again, I invite folks to um, visit our website, snowballexpress.org, and um, learn more about us and the great support that we are honored to have. I appreciate that. Also, uh, today's show, we're going to go ahead and take a, a break just about a minute early. And today's show is actually brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. They are a national merchant service company. If you want to save money on your merchant account, you need to check them out. Josh Cole is the owner. Give him a call right now. Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. And that phone number is 407-401-0772. That's 407-401-0772. And remember, with First Class Merchant Services, it's all about customer care and saving you money on your monthly transaction fees. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier. Or smarter, as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Buck Kern, Executive Director for Snowball Express. And, Bill, you had a question just before break. Yes, Gary. I, you know, uh, I guess. The letter that Jesse Givens uh, provided uh, and composed for his family uh, before he left to go to Iraq, I mean, it, it, it really gets your attention. You know, uh, Buck, uh, our families uh, and service folks today who serve, uh, you know, prior to their deployments, the great majority of them are living uh, productive lives uh, with raising their families, uh, keeping the household going, and uh, then they go off to uh, to serve with the expectation of uh, standing up and being strong for the United States of America, the greatest country in the world. And many times it's, it works that way. Other times it doesn't work that way, and especially in the case of Jesse Gibbons. Buck, if, if there was a miracle today that could stop every weapon that we know that's being fired in anger, and, and, and we stop all of these kinds of things that's going on, the hostilities, I think we would still have a need for an organization such as yours and the things that happen. You know, war impacts not only those who serve, but the generations in that line of the family for a long period of time. So I, just looking at the website, and it's so impressive uh, with the things that I've said to lead into this, give us some examples on how the kids of our fallen heroes that you serve, how it's impacted their lives. Uh, you know, and I'm sure you've had a lot, but if, you, if there's some significant kinds of impacts that have changed things around for them and their families, We'd certainly like to hear that from you. Sure. 
No, I'd be happy to uh, tell you some stories and um, really, and I'll use some of the words of our families and what they have told us. Um, I think, you know, it's important to, for the, for our audience to realize um, that, you know, when a, when a dad or a mom is killed, lose their life serving our country, their, you know, their families left behind, uh, you know, we just, um, finished um, Memorial Day yesterday, and um, for our families, every day is Memorial Day. We may uh, honor our fallen one day out of the year. Um, We should really honor them every day of the year, but for our families, every day for them is Memorial Day, and they continue to live live their life, and I've always, you know, I've said, there's, I'm sure we've all seen the um, news segments and stories about uh, men and women of our military returning home and being able to surprise their kids in school or in their classroom and the joy that you see on the faces of uh, their family members or their kids when they they see their dad or mom unexpectedly return home is is something that is an amazing to watch and it gives you a great feeling of joy. Um, I always have a different feeling when I watch those, and I always think of our kids who will, who will never experience that joy of being surprised by their, their mom or dad in their classroom because their mom or dad is never going to return home. So um, we need to remember these families are out there, and while we want everybody to return home, and uh, we don't take anything away from that, but these families have a tendency to be the forgotten families. Um, they are our neighbors. They live in many of our neighborhoods, and they are out there living life uh, kind of quietly and anonymously in many cases. But it's important for the public to realize these families are there. They are going to continue living their life without their hero, and we want to be there to, to support them. It takes a long time um, to get through the healing process uh, of living and understanding that you lost a dad or a mom or a husband or a wife. So we want to be there for that. I've always said that, you know, the best thing that could happen to us as an organization is that we didn't need to be around because we didn't have to have families out there who lost their dad or their mom uh, and grow up without their hero. But we do. So, uh, you know, we take a... um, there's an amazing uh, thing that happens. And I, I've kind of said we don't, what we do is not rocket science. It's not really complicated, but it is extremely powerful. There is something extremely powerful that, that occurs when you bring children together who are all the same, who have all lost their dad or their mom, and they all know that they are all the same. Um, we are not a grief camp. We don't have our kids sit around in a circle and express their feelings uh, and do it in an organized way of that, like that, but we, but that happens, and it happens in a very natural and comfortable way uh, because they understand who they are and the fact that this other kid standing next to them is just like them, and they trust one another, and they know that when they are talking to this other child, this other kid who is their same age or close to their age, they know that they're being understood. Um, I'll tell you a story about um, we had a new widow uh, attend our event a couple years ago, and she called me after the event, and she said, uh, 
says, uh, I want to tell you what happened at Snowball. And I said, okay. And then, of course, I'm thinking, uh-oh, this is either going to be really good or really bad. And uh, she said, don't worry, this isn't bad. She goes, but I have a story you need to understand why this is really important and why it's important to us. She said, you know, I lost my, my husband. Uh, my son lost his dad a few months before we came to the Snowball Express gathering. And I went there not knowing what to do, and I, I wasn't going to go because I knew it would be very difficult. Uh, but other widows told me that, that I really should attend for the good of my son. And so I went ahead and did it, even though I really didn't want to, because my feelings were so raw and, and hurt. And she said, so I took my, took my son, my teenage son, and we, we attended. And she goes, we got there, and it was so overwhelming, the number of other widows and the number of kids that you see. And I said, well, that's, that is ordinary for first-time families to feel overwhelmed. She said, so, you know, I did what I was supposed to. I listened to the other widows, and I took my child, and we got there. And she said, I know that you have that. At night, you have lounges, um, gathering lounges for the kids and for the adults. And she said, the other widows told me to, you know, take, take my son and check him into the teen's lounge. And she, so, so I did that. And then I went back to the, the adult lounge with the other widows, and we were sitting around talking. And she said, all of a sudden, I realized, because I was, got really uncomfortable, and I realized it was because I didn't have my son with me. And my son is always with me now. And she said, and then I got to thinking, she said, you know, I checked my son into this, this lounge, this room, and I didn't really go in to see what was going on. And she said, you know, I didn't feel as a mom that I did my job because I didn't go check it. And she said, so I went back to the check-in desk, told the, uh, the woman there who I was and asked if I could go in and just kind of have a look. And she said, she let me in. And she said, I don't know how I saw my son because there were hundreds of kids in there. She said, but I looked across the room and my eyes were drawn right to my son and he was standing next to this column and he was with another boy. And she said, well, I didn't want to, I didn't want to embarrass him and have his mom coming in there and checking up on him. She said, so I snuck around the perimeter of the room and snuck up blind to him behind the column. And uh, we kind of laughed, and uh, she said, when I got there, I could hear them. And she said, they were both talking about their dads. She said, what you don't understand is that since his dad was killed, she goes, he's never talked about his dad. He shut down completely, and um, it was like he wanted it not to have happened, so he just never acknowledged it. She said, but... He was talking about his dad, and she said, I knew he was in a good place, and he was in good hands, and she said, I, I snuck back out, and he never knew I was there, and uh, she said, you know, we went through the next four days, and we returned home, and she said, I was cooking dinner last night, and my son came into the kitchen and said, hey, mom, do you think we could sit down and talk after dinner, and she said, of course. She said, so after, after dinner, we went in, sat down, and she said, he wanted to talk about his dad. And she said, we spent over two hours sitting there, and I, I got to tell him stories, and I got to tell him about his dad and make sure he, he understood 
um, everything about his dad and why his dad felt it was important to serve this country and and the honor of having a dad um, serve in that fashion and give his life for this country and for us. And then she said, you know, I know that had I not taken him to Snowball Express, had he not met that other kid in that lounge and opened up to him, she said he never would have opened up to me, and I, I realize how important it was for me to take him there. So those sort of stories are, are relatively common. Uh, we have other stories of, of actually lives being saved. Um, very quickly, I had a, had a, a mom write, and she said, uh, I know this, I know this uh, Snowball Express event is for the kids, and... Uh, the program is designed around the kids and supporting them, but you need to understand how how important this is for us widows as well. And she said, I lost my husband very recently, and the grief was so overwhelming. She said, I, 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 I took my, my son and my daughter, and um, I had already made plans. She said, the grief was so overwhelming that I had planned to kill myself after Christmas. And she said... At the event, at Snowball, I was sitting around with, another, with other widows, and I met this widow who grew up without both her mom and her dad, and she told me what it was like to grow up without both her parents. And she said, at that moment, I knew I couldn't do that to my kids, and I made the decision to go on with life and not kill myself. She said, so you need to understand that... Um, the impact is not only on the children, but it, it is on us widows and widowers. And um, she said, I, I just want you to understand that and know how thankful for, we are for that. So those are, you know, a couple of stories um, on the impact that this has. And as I said, it's not, it's not rocket science. You know, we have the privilege to connect these kids and these widows and widowers and um, they do the rest of the work, and what, what happens when they are together is truly remarkable. Um, but it is life-changing. Uh, we started, you know, in 2006 with a couple of days at Disneyland, and we have grown it to uh, pretty much a full five days. Um, and we, uh, we've designed programs within the, the annual gathering that, that really help these kids uh, understand um, how special they are because of the sacrifice of their mom and their dad. And we design things into every element of that four days that deliver that message. Uh, and, you know, we have a, uh, we have a, <coughs> excuse me, a talent show now um, where kids get to perform for all of their friends. And many of these kids um, use that talent show as a way to honor the memory of their mom or their dad. And uh, when, you, when you see a nine-year-old girl who um, walks out on stage with a framed photograph of her dad and dances, and she starts out by saying, I want to introduce all of you to my dad. And um, she dances with a photograph of her father. Um, you, you will never forget that sight and, uh, and then realize that uh, that was her way of of honoring her dad and, and having the ability to give kids um, a way to do that is is remarkable and something I know that we're all proud of. But it helps them. They um, they get to uh, a little bit to come out of their shell. 
Yes. Um, and to share with others. Um, so that that happens every year. Uh, the um, a drive on a freeway is even something that can be meaningful, and we um, we actually when we go from one city to another, because well while they're together, we go out during the day and we 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 have activities and we take the kids all out and the, the families, and uh, so they can experience things together that are fun. Um, we uh, we have a full escort by the the police department and the Patriot Guard riders here. And um, we shut the freeways down. And uh, the escort is something that is uh, is another way of delivering that message. So when you can drive down a freeway and see people stopped on the side of the road and um, get out and wave and salute, and you have fire trucks on the overpasses with American flags flying and firemen and firewomen standing at attention, saluting as the bus pass buses pass underneath the overpass, um, that is something that delivers that message to these families, and uh, we are there to honor them and uh, have them realize that the sacrifice of their dad or their mom is something that is is not forgotten and uh, that will never be forgotten by the citizens of this country. That's right. Well, well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. I I really appreciate you bringing those stories uh, forward to us. Uh, you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo@americanheroesnetwork.com. At Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Buck Kern, Executive Director for Snowball Express. Now, Buck, how do, uh, how do we go about supporting Snowball? Well, 
It's um, it's very easy. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can go to snowballexpress.org, and we invite everybody to go to uh, snowballexpress.org. There you can uh, make a donation. Uh, you can also see um, we on our homepage, if you scroll down, you will see the um, some videos, and they will give you a, a pretty good sense of really what this is all about and hopefully uh, kind of make you feel a little bit like you were there and understand what the benefit of what, what occurs at our annual gathering. Um, during, the, uh, during the year, we continue to support our families, and we host what we call, uh, with the help of the public host, snowflake events. They are smaller events in the communities where our families live, uh, and it's a great way for the uh, kids to connect and, and for the community to come out and uh, serve and meet these families who are essentially their neighbors. Uh, so we, we host those around the country during the year. Um, you know, we are, we are honored to have uh, this, such great support from a lot of companies and individuals around the, the country. It's, it's not every day that, uh, you know, you have the opportunity to get such great support from a, an organization like American Airlines that donates uh, 10 airplanes and uh, their pilots, flight attendants donate all of their time to, to make sure that we can bring these families together. And we literally could not do that without their support, and we are forever in their debt. Um, but not everybody can, can and does uh, fully, you know, uh, make that, has the ability to make that kind of a donation. Uh, we get uh, discount tickets for some events. We have food we have found over the years that uh, teenagers and kids eat a lot of food, <laughs> and there is a cost associated with that. Uh, when we bring them these families together, we literally take uh, about 850 hotel rooms. Um, we host the largest gathering in the world of children and families of our fallen every December, so the cost associated with that is significant. Um, and to make this happen and to give us the ability to keep bringing these families together and giving them this experience uh, that changes their lives, literally, uh, we, need, we need the support of the American people. And uh, financial support is critical uh, for our success. And uh, these families deserve, you know, a first-class experience. So when we, uh, you know, we, we have... Um, for example, we'll be at the Hilton Anatole Hotel this year, uh, and it is it is a spectacular hotel, and they do give us a uh, pretty significant discount, but there is a balance that we need to pay, so uh, folks can help make it possible for families really to, to attend the event. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, we sort of calculate that uh, the annual gathering um, to bring a, an individual, a family member, a mom, surviving mom or a child, it's about $500 per person, the cost. Our families pay nothing. Uh, we don't charge them a dime. Uh, we want to be able to bring them together, uh, give them this, this gift. Um, and so everything, everything is, is free for them. Um, and we want to continue to make sure that we can, we can do this cost free for them. So if, uh, the folks can go to our website, you will also, uh, Notice, and I know it's important for people that to uh, to give to an organization they really believe in, and they know that their money is is going to uh, to the right thing and not to the wrong thing. Uh, right. We have been uh, reviewed and and rated uh, by Charity Navigator as a four star charity, their highest rating, and um, 
I always like to point that out because uh, not every organization is four-star. Uh, we are one of the few, and we are very proud of that fact. We uh, we take great care in how we spend our money, um, and a high percentage, uh, over 95% of, of our money goes directly to these families, and we keep a very low overhead so that we don't uh, so that we can spend as much money on as possible um, right. directly yeah. to the families and to support them. So, um, you know, again, you're one of the you're one of the only well uh, the only one that we've run across as far as organizations that 80 percent is all in kind services. Yes, That's yeah. As phenomenal. I said, we've got we've got tremendous support from the community of of in kind. If we had to pay, yeah. Cash for all of that. There's really no way, you know. We need, we do need to uh, to raise a lot of money, but uh, you know, every year, in addition to in kind, it's uh, it's about a million, a million three between a million three and a million five cash uh, for the get to support all of this. But uh, yeah, we are we are very blessed. I tell you yes. to have the support we do. Yes. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, and Buck, it was a pleasure having you on the show this morning. Uh, what would you like to share in closing uh, with our listeners? Well, um, just that you know, we just um, we just all celebrated Memorial Day, and I think um, we all have to keep in mind, as as you heard that letter, uh, there yes. are men and women every day serving this country who put themselves in harm's way. Hopefully, they don't um, lose their life, um, but we all know that, that many are. And um, while it is, you know, about 1% of our uh, citizens serve in the military, and uh, uh, 1% of the 1%, uh, less than 1% of that 1% uh, lose their life, but it's when you see, look at them eye to eye, face to face, and get to know the families of our fallen. Uh, we have the privilege to do that, and we are even more committed after knowing these families, knowing these children, and understanding firsthand the good that this uh, that we can do for them. Um, we want to be able to keep doing that. We want the country to remember that these families are out there, uh, and we invite you to be a part of our organization. Um, sign up as a volunteer online. When you sign up, um, even if you can't necessarily volunteer, if you were somewhere else in the country, uh, you will be included in, uh, if we have a snowflake event, you'll be invited to come out and support that. Uh, you will also be advised of, uh, you know, events going on in your community and ways to support these families in your own community. So uh, we invite you to please um, sign up as a volunteer. Uh, we invite you to donate. And uh, go onto the front page of our home page of our website and just click on the donate button, uh, and we would be honored um, to have your support. All right. Again, once again, Buck, thank you, and and Bill, thank you also. Now, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand, twenty four seven, right on our website, and you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime anywhere and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, and thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. 
please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. Backbone of our nation, thanks to you.